Welcome to the Surrendering in Motherhood podcast. I'm Carly. And I'm Olivia. Each week, you'll hear real conversations between two moms disrupting society's lies about motherhood and children. We'll be sharing personal experiences that will hopefully leave you feeling empowered about the honor that it is to raise children. We don't have it all figured out, and that's okay. Our goal is to help encourage mothers to stand firm and mother with conviction. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Surrendering and Motherhood podcast. Welcome back, y'all. So Carly and I decided to try and be lighthearted tonight, (laughs) and this is what we came up with. So we hope that you enjoy this conversation. So we decided to talk about God and how we bring him into our lives every day and the way that we mother and in our homes and with our children. Yeah. We figured that would be a good conversation of just like how we apply it to our everyday life. Our, I, I think I told you, but our sermon last week was about the difference between being planted and rooted. And Honestly, like that just totally hit home. And I think it's so important that we root our children into truth so they know who they are and they know whose they are. They know that they were created and all of these things. And I think now more than ever, it's important that we build this into the rhythms of our everyday life because just going to church on Sunday, like that's not, that's not going to do it. Right. Yeah. I've noticed that we've been having a lot more conversations about how we were created by God. Yeah. And the things that he created in this world. Yeah. Is everything. Yeah. And just opening up that conversation with your kids, no matter how old they are, just so they can understand how they were created, that God gave us eyes, that he gave us ears, that he gave us mouths, that he gave us our hearts, that he created our bodies to heal themselves. Yeah. That he created all of the animals. And like, literally you can apply this in any aspect of your day-to-day life. Yeah. And each of, and to each of your kids, I mean, we've talked about it before, like speaking life over each of your kids, like you were born into this family on purpose. Right. Our family is not our family without you. You are unique and you were created on purpose with purpose for our family, for our team. Mm -hmm. And how powerful that is to speak over your kids. And I think it helps them, you know, deep down to their core makes them realize I'm here for a reason. I was created for a reason. I am worthy of being loved and seen and understood. And also too, we recently discovered a new Kane Brown song, which is now my daughter's jam and she's always like, mom, can you play the Jesus song in the car? (laughs) (laughs) 
we always listen to worship music anyways, but she'll, she'll, there's a line in the song that says, thank God for giving me you. Yeah. And the first time I heard that song, I was crying. I was crying because I have had conversations with her months ago saying that God gave me her and her me. Yeah. And that is so special. And there's nothing in the world that means more than that. Yeah. And hearing her say things like that is just hits you in your heart. Yeah. And I mean, we, how many podcasts have we done that we're talking about identity mm-hmm. and purpose mm-hmm. and how like this world is full of adults who are in an identity crisis and the only fix is to know your identity of who God made you to be. And sometimes people want to realize that and sometimes they don't want to realize that. Mm -hmm. And I think, I mean, ultimately I just want my kids to know that God made them and loves them and gives them their identity and their purpose. It's not something that they can gain. It's not something that they can lose. It just is just because it's just like their worth is not something that they can gain. It is not something that they can lose. It just is. And the way that I love them will reflect that. And the way that we love our children will reflect how they feel about the idea of who God is. Mm -hmm. And I think that's hard for parents to realize that because it's, it's a, it's a huge responsibility. It's a huge responsibility and it's not going to be done on accident. It has to be purposeful, intentional. It has to be worked into the values of your family and in the rhythms of your everyday life, the way you speak about things, the way you respond to things, the way that you pray together. It's, it's all setting them up. It's sowing seeds that will grow over their lifetime. It's such a big deal. It's such a big deal. And it makes me think back to an episode. I don't remember which one, because like you said, we've talked about this so many times, but I was talking about how before becoming, I guess, reattached to life and my relationship with God, how many people are just walking around detached and not feeling worthy or knowing who they are or knowing what their purpose is because they are detached. Yeah. And then when you find that relationship with God, I feel like it just shows you who you are supposed to be, who he created you to be. And you're just more in tune with that. So if you're talking to him and you're seeking him and you're praying to him, he'll show you exactly who you are. Yeah. And so if we can instill that, in our kids as they grow up, that is incredible because then they won't be adults 
who are detached, not knowing who God is, not knowing what a relationship with him looks like, or not even knowing who they are. Well, yeah. And I feel like one of the most common themes of life, society, anything is, oh, well, you just need to find yourself. And no, you're not lost. You don't, you don't need to be found because you were already, you were already found. You were already created. It's not something that you have to search for, look for. It just is. So we have to get where we foster an, an environment that cultivates that. So that way when our kids are adults, they're not like, oh, well, who am I? I don't know. And of course, like, I feel like that's a natural part of like growing and finding out what you're passionate about and what you like, whether it's your job or like creating or whatever it is, obviously that's not bad, but the core stuff about who you are and why you're here, that, that doesn't change. You're not going to lose it. It's not something that you have to find. It just is. You just have to be in tune with it. Yeah. It's not that you're lost. It's not that it's not there already within you. Yeah. Because God created you. Yeah. It's already within you. And he didn't make a mistake when he created you. Right. You're not born broken. You're not born lacking you're born exactly how you're supposed to be. And we have to honor that in each of our kids and recognize their strengths, speak life into them and celebrate them. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's so important. It's just, I, and like you said, sometimes it can feel like a lot or overwhelming, but then at the end of the day, I sit back and think about what you've been through, what I've been through, our experiences as mothers. God created us to do this. He created us to be mothers. Yeah. The mothers of our children. Yeah. And he gave us them. Yeah. For a reason. And so when you think about, when you sit back and you think about it from that perspective, even on the days where it feels hard or it feels overwhelming or you're just burnt out, you also know that you were specifically created as their mother and they were created as your children. Yeah. And that is so beautiful and so powerful. Yeah. And God knows everything about us and he knows everything about our children and he loves our children more than we can even love our children, which is so crazy because we're like, no, there's nothing that can love our kids more than me. But it's like, no, God does. God loves our kids more than we could even fathom. And they need to know that. And the way that we treat them needs to reflect that. Yeah. Or they're going to be, they're going to be like, wait, this is confusing. It's confusing. 
it's confusing because, you know, I mean, we've, we've talked about it before, or we talked about it last week about the way that we love our children and like love languages and personality traits or test and how we love our kids, how we speak to them, how we respond to them. It just matters so much. So much. And I feel like we always say that. And it's funny because these things that we talk about, just like this, like sometimes it feels so complex, but then when we sit here to try to talk about it, I'm like, this is so simple. Yeah. This is literally so simple. That's the thing is that most of the things that we're talking about don't have to be complex. They could be so simple if what we're talking about was viewed as the norm in air quotes in our society. Yeah. But oftentimes it's not. Yeah. Most of the time it's not. Yeah. And I think that this is something that I wanted to talk about when we're talking about bringing conversations about God into our day-to-day lives, like reading the Bible and praying and going to church and also just talking about the way that Jesus and God love children yeah, within the Bible. Yeah. That people, I feel like, sometimes forget to, to mention. Yeah. Because, I mean, this could spin into a completely different conversation, I guess, but just the way that we treat children in general, the way that we speak to them, the way that we respond to them and why it's so important. Yeah. Because sometimes I feel like it's not taken as seriously as it should be. Yeah. It's, um, It's truly one of the things that when I'm thinking about the things that I want to accomplish in my life and like what I want for my kids and what I pray for and everything more than anything in this world, I want my kids to know that God loves them and I love them. And I feel like it's so easy to get caught up in the things of this world, material things, you know, experiences and all of those things can be a good thing. But it's like at the end of the day, at the end of our life, like what actually matters? What is the legacy that you want to leave behind for your kids? Because, I mean, like I said before, it doesn't happen on accident. And children are leaving, I don't even know the statistics of the amount of 18-year-olds who are leaving their parents' home and they're not believers anymore. Or they're claiming to not be believers. or And I think the hard conversation is that people don't want to recognize how much parenting influences that. Oh, wholeheartedly. 
you and I have had that conversation many times outside the podcast. Yeah. And obviously our kids are not perfect and we can't like force them to believe or like have a relationship with God. We can't force these things to happen, but we just want to foster an environment where it can happen. That's exactly what I was in a healthy way where they can understand and kids understand way more than we give them credit for every day. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I, I just got, I signed up for a, it's like a subscription thing. It's called cross formed kids. And it's like, um, I think it's broken down by weeks and it gives you different, little like lessons for your kids to do. And we've been doing it with our school stuff. And one of them is, um, who are you? And the answer is I'm a creation of God. And so we've been singing that song. And so now whenever I ask my kids, who are you? Their answer is I am a creation of God. And whether they even realize what that means or if they can put that together in their minds, we're building that foundation. Their hearts know, God knows, and we're sowing these seeds. And it's becoming like, while their brains are developing, I feel like that is when this stuff is so crucial. Because obviously you can work backwards and try to unlearn and relearn and, you know, figure it out. But wouldn't it be such a blessing if we could just do it from the get-go? I was going to say, just from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And we won't get it right all the time, but we don't have to. No, and there are so many... There are so many different ways that you can approach that, you know, like whether it's singing songs like you guys do or reading new books or just like the the daily things that you guys do, like at mealtime, praying before you eat or praying before bed, praying in the morning when you're outside. Like there are so many different ways that you can build God and discussions about God into your children's lives. Yeah. And we are the people who can foster that. Yeah. And help them understand. And, you know, as my kids are getting older, it's so cool to see how they start to realize things without us even realizing that they're realizing things. Like Because there's been so many things lately in our lives that in our, in our life that, you know, job changes and all these like serious decisions and all of that stuff. And my kids have been able to see that their dad and I are praying about it together. We're praying over our family. We're praying over our finances. We're saying things like God is our provider we want what God wants for our family. We know that he will take care of us. Yes. And and just saying these things, just a part of normal life. And saying, I trust you, God. We yes. trust you. Yeah. 
I think that's been a really, really big one. Ooh, that's powerful. Yeah. Because that's what ultimately what we have to do. Yeah. It's not up to us. All the things yeah. that we're facing, he knows, but we don't. Yeah. And so just going along with that and just fully surrendering to trusting him. Yeah. Is in it's what we're created to do. Yeah. And having our and kids. having yeah. And having them witness it all. Like even the parts when we don't do it well. Oh yeah. And when we ask for forgiveness. Yeah. I mean, that's a crucial part too, to have a humble heart. Mm. Our kids need to see that too. Yeah, for sure. Because I don't think there's enough of that in our world. No. I really think that's one of the like key things that our kids need from us. Like they don't need perfect parents. They need humble parents. They need parents who are going to recognize, hey, you know what? I messed up. Yeah. Or, hey, you know what? I care about the way that you're receiving my parenting. I care about the way that you're receiving what I'm saying to you. And if it's not coming across the way that I'm intending, I apologize for that. And please forgive me. What can we do about this? I was going to say, like, having a conversation like that just... Do you like, will you forgive me? I'm sorry. Yeah. I shouldn't have said it that way, or I should not have said that to you. And yeah. just asking for forgiveness. Yeah. And I use the, those words with my kids and even to each other. Like when they hurt each other or whatever, part of making things right, I want them to ask for forgiveness mm-hmm. from each other. Yeah. It's important. It is. And I think that and seeing that from a young age, that's humbling. Like not just, not just going about knowing that we make mistakes and we apologize, but literally saying, do you forgive me? Will you forgive me for the way that I acted? Yeah. That's humbling. Yeah. And our kids need to see that. Yeah. I just think there are so many different positive ways that we can just so many conversations. There's so many things that you can do in your daily life to bring, to bring God into your home. Yeah. And I think really it's so unique to every single family. And I think that that's the beautiful thing. Is like you know your kids and God knows your kids. So you know what works and what doesn't. And I think the intentionality is what it comes down to. Just making it a priority and living your life accordingly. Yeah. I just think that it's really special that we have the opportunity to do this as mothers, as the mothers that 
God created us to be. It's the greatest honor that I will ever know. Without question. There's nothing. I, I mean, I think we were just talking the other day about how the reason why we have hope is because we know Jesus and we know the good news about what he did and what he's done and what that means for us. If we were just doing this life and like, this is what it was. No, like I'm out of here, bro. That that's I'm, I'm not, I don't want to participate. But our, our legacy is so much bigger. Yeah. Than us. So much bigger than we can even comprehend. Yeah. And I just think about so many different situations that you and I have both faced over these last six months where we just respond to each other's texts saying, it's God. Yeah. It's just God. It's just God being like, I got you. Yeah. I hear you. I see you. I know you. I got you. And I feel like it's so encouraging to have a friend who can recognize that. Like I recognize, I see God moving in your life and you can see God moving in my life. And that's a way that we can encourage each other because life gets weird and complicated and this and that, and you know, everything happens, but it's like, we have to stay grounded and stay like, get back to the basics. Yeah. (laughs) And And we all rooted in truth ultimately. Yeah. And we have to, we have to, have our kids see that even during the times that feel hard, that we don't lose that faith in God just because it's hard. Yeah. And having them see us, whether it's an obstacle we're facing or something we're struggling with and we're like, God is, God is moving in our lives. He's doing something. All of this is happening Yeah, for a reason. We may not know what that is yet. Yeah. But if we can say that and pray about that with our kids and have them hear us saying, it's okay, God, we trust you. Yeah. I know that's you showing up. Yeah. I can, I can feel that that's you showing up in our lives. Yeah. Instead of turning our backs to that and saying, well, this is just too hard and I can't do this and I can't do that. Well, and I mean, just like everything else, I feel like having my kids has helped me with my relationship with God. Oh, absolutely. Because I'm like, I need to figure this out because they're watching me. Yep. So like, do I really believe this? Am I really like, what's really going on? I need to figure this out because they're watching me regardless. So what's going on? And I think that's what the process has been these last, you know, several years after becoming a mom and just kind of reconfiguring, like, who am I? What's going on? What's my purpose? What, what, what's going on? And I, it's helped me. I just feel like our children reveal so much to us. Oh, absolutely. And God intended them to. 
And it, yeah, and it's on purpose. And I feel like it's just our job to recognize that. Yeah. Weren't we just having that conversation the other day? That that we have our children and they're helping us heal or they're helping us grow. And that's exactly how God made them to or created them to for us. And I just, I would be so sad if I didn't recognize what an honor that was. Yeah. And I mean, I just, I always want to come back to that because, you know, our kids did not ask to be here. They don't owe us anything. They're not here to perform for us, to please us, to check a box off of our, I'm supposed to get married and have kids just like everybody else. Like they're a gift from God. They are a gift. The biggest blessing. And the way that we love them needs to reflect that. And that's what I always, like my heart, I just am like filled with gratitude. At like, I cannot even believe. And And I tell my kids, like, do you know that I know that God loves me so much because he gave you to me. There is not a shadow of doubt in my mind that there is a God out there who created us and loves us so, so much. There's not a doubt. And I want to live the rest of my days acting according to that. Yes. Because it is an honor the biggest yeah and it sh- and it shapes it shapes everything about our lives because we're like what is the priority right what's what's important why are we doing the things that we do because if it doesn't ultimately help with doing this then i don't want it i don't want it and it's not good for me and it's not good for my kids right you know that's what it comes down to acknowledging and realizing what a blessing it is to be mothers and to be children of God and that we have children of God. Yeah. And that we can help them understand what that means as they grow. Yeah. So they have a basic understanding and they can continue to foster that relationship with him. Yeah. And kids don't do what we say. They do what we do. So we have to make sure that we're living in a way that honors what we're trying to communicate to them. Amen. And if it doesn't, then it's time to switch things up. It's time to pivot. Yep. And that's okay too. Because yeah. I think kids need to see that too. Yeah. And you, and that's the other thing too. Like that's the humbling part of it, right? Yeah. If we're doing something and it's clearly not working or they're not seeing or understanding what we're saying because our actions aren't matching that or our words aren't matching that, that's on us and we can change that. 
we have the opportunity to change that. Yeah. And walking by faith is going to look crazy to the world. Oh, goodness. I know. So that's just what it is. Sign me up for all the crazy then. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy then. Yeah. But I think that's, I mean, we always talk about community and we need to have people around us that our kids are seeing them also walk by faith. Yes. And and you know, surrendering to God and doing their best to honor God and do what he's called us to. We have to have other people around us doing that. Absolutely. So our kids see it and see why we are fostering that within our families and that it's not just us doing it, you know? Well, and it goes back to living in our convictions and having other people who care about us living in our convictions, Right. you know, having people who are like, I care about your marriage just as much as you care about your marriage. I care about your relationship with your kids just as much as you care about your relationship with your kids. Mm -hmm. So how can we work together and serve each other and love each other and help each other live and parent within your convictions? Yeah. And I honestly feel like you can tell me what you think, but I feel like the more we seek God and introduce him into our day-to-day life and have conversations about him and with him and pray to him and read the Bible and sing songs and all the things. He naturally brings people into our lives. Yeah. When we're seeking him. Yeah. Because he sees us and he knows us. Yeah. And he knows what we need. And he knows what our children need and who our children need. And when we have that mindset, we're able to see what, because how, how many things do we miss because we're not even looking? I know. Or our mindset is not right. How many, how many people do we miss? How many opportunities do we miss? Because our mindset is not in a place that it needs to be. So when our mind is right, our hearts are right, and we're trying our best and working on our relationship with God and living that way, I feel like that's when our eyes are open to the goodness around us that God has provided. The people, the opportunities, the things, the places. I agree wholeheartedly. Eyes wide open. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool to see. So really, we just wanted to talk about this because not to tell you like what to do, but just to have a conversation about like what's important to us. And probably if you're listening to this, then it's important to you and we can encourage you in doing it because and, you can, and yeah. they can encourage us like if there are things that you guys do within your day-to-day life with your kids we'd love to hear them yeah 
I'm always open to hearing new things or trying new things. Yeah. We want to support other mothers living in their convictions. Amen. That's what we want, ultimately. Truly. To be like, I see you and I see God working in your life and God is good. And when things are hard, I'm here and we can carry each other's burdens. And when things are good, I'm praising right along with you. And praying for you. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're listening and you need some prayers, let us know how we can pray for you. Yeah. Always here to do that. Yep. I feel like we talked about all the things. Is there anything else you wanted to add? No, I think that's good. I feel like we've probably said all this stuff before, but I feel like it's good to just have it all in one place together. Yeah. Agreed for sure. Yeah. All right, listeners. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And like we just said, if there are ways that we can pray for you, just let us know. We will be back next week. Bye. Bye, y'all.